Welcome to the If She Did It podcast. I'm your host, Becky Sagan, a business coach for beginner online entrepreneurs. Consider this podcast your go-to guide for all things scaling your business to your first 10K months. Get ready to be inspired through marketing, mindset, spirituality, and the stories of successful fempreneurs. I'm so excited to have you here. Now let's dive in. Welcome back to the If She Did It podcast. This week on the podcast, I have my friend Francis, who is a badass fitness coach, and I am honestly so excited to have her on the podcast. We recorded this podcast quite a while ago now, but it's still such a valuable episode, and she shares her story, and it's it's really an inspiring story, and she just has a lot of value to share with us, and I'm excited to have a different kind of guest on the podcast because typically it's, you know, other friends that are business coaches of mine and to have somebody that's not a business coach, it was fun to kind of uh, mix things up a little bit on the podcast. Um, and I really think you guys are going to enjoy this episode. So I'm so excited for this. And as always, stay tuned to the end for some announcements um, that you don't want to miss out on. Um, but for now, we will dive into the episode. Welcome to the podcast, Francis. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate having, having me on here. I'm very excited to get started. I'm excited too. Okay, so like I said before we started recording, I love starting by just having um, you share your story with us, how you got into entrepreneurship, how you got to where you are today. So take the floor, share your story with us. Okay, um, so I got started in kind of a funny way. Um, well, funny, sad, not really. <laughs> so when I was 15, I was sexually assaulted and, um, it was my first job and I didn't tell anyone about it, um, until I was 18. So from 15 to 16, I went through a really bad depression. Um, and I don't want to cry during this conversation. So, um, yeah, I went through a really bad depression. I was suicidal. And I essentially had a moment um, during that year where I planned my suicide. And it got to a point one night where I was just, I was bawling my eyes out. I couldn't deal anymore. I was so over everything that was going on. I didn't think that there was a way out. Um, and I had planned to um, overdose. So um, in that moment when I like, I got up from bed and I was like about to do it, I like something came over me and I always think about it as my grandmother. My grandmother's a very spiritual person. And I found out like the day after she was praying for me at like the three in the morning when this was all happening. So I was, it was, I was shook, honestly, <laughs> like to say the least, I was shook. Um, so yeah, this like something came over me and I was just like, you know what? I, I gotta like figure my shit out. I gotta do, um, something, something different. So I like Googled, like, how do you get rid of like suicidal thoughts? How do you get rid of depression? It was like the, the weirdest Google search I've ever done. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, I Googled this and then like a few things came up. It was therapy and, um, like pills and things like that. But, um, fitness was one of them. So literally the next day I went to a good life and I got myself a membership and I've been working out ever since. Um, and throughout 
my high school career, like, people noticed that, like, I was, I was very different in high school, like, once that had happened, I was, like, baggy clothes, nobody look at me, I wanted to be invisible, and then when I had started to gain back my confidence, it started, um, probably in about, like, my grade 12 year, I was, so it happened in grade 10, and then by grade 12, I was, like, I was wearing normal clothes again, and people were starting to notice me more, and, um, I was just a different, I was in a different headspace, um, only to find out that, a few of my friends had gone through very similar situations and um, one of my friends had been hospitalized for it because she had tried to take her own life as well. So I ended up asking her if she wanted to go to the gym with me and like work out with me and start like just because I knew it helped me so I wanted to help her as well and she had like turned her whole like perspective uh, on herself and the world around her completely like it was like a 360. She was just a new person um and then a friend of mine went to university and had a very similar situation and we did kind of the same thing and I didn't really think much of it I didn't go into personal training or anything I was in school for like history I don't know what the heck I was doing there but you know it is what it is and then now I'm in school for early childhood education because I love that and I love children um but I really only got started with it uh almost a year ago it's been like eight months um, where I do it professionally, because I've always been the person that people go to, like, ever since that happened, where, like, Fran's the fit girl, you gotta ask her all the questions, and, like, whatnot, but nobody really knew, besides my parents, when I turned 18, and we had this, 18 was a big year of just, like, people finding things out, and, like, I had a big falling out with my parents, and it was a, it was a whole moment, but now we're all, like, everyone's close, they're my best friends, I love them to death, um, but it was very hard for them to kind of understand why I would hide that for so long and keep it to myself but I really didn't understand um first of all what was going on and what had really happened for the for the longest time and then um when I really did realize like oh my god like this is what happened I didn't want anyone to know because it was like the fear and shame and also knowing that if I did speak out about it I had to go through like court cases and things like that and seeing the person constantly and I was like I just I couldn't deal with that mentally um so when I was 18 I a friend of mine had tried to kill herself as well for similar reasons and that's how my parents found out because I was just like distraught about the whole situation but yeah um about eight months ago I started training professionally I got certified so I'm now some certified personal trainer and I just focus my whole business on helping women who have been through things like sexual assault or abusive relationships or depression, anxiety, things like that. Because for me, fitness is the foundation of just like a successful life and feeling whatever success is to you. It doesn't necessarily mean like you're making millions or anything like that. Just like you feeling really good about yourself and about the world that you live in and making positive change in your own life. Um, I really think it goes so much like more beyond surface level. Um, and so I really just wanted to bring that to other women because I knew for me, like fitness gave me such a mindset shift. So I had to bring that to everyone else. And now I work with women who have been through that and um, it's just really empowering and just, it's, it feels amazing. It's, it's honestly, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be doing early childhood, but like, I've realized like I have to follow passion projects now because <laughs> that just, it feels so good to be able to 
help someone in like 90 days because that's what it took for me I literally went to the gym for three months and then it was like wow Fran's a different person now Fran does not care about like anyone else's opinion she's just like I was the confidence that I gained from just that experience was monumental so yeah that's that's how I got into it (laughs) that's honestly that's amazing like I think not to discredit anyone else's story, but I have to say that's one of the best, obviously a horrible thing that started it, but still like one of the best really stories I've heard because um, you really got into it from such a place and not to say other people don't, you know, obviously I do this business because I want to help people and I want to, you know, serve them and all that. And most people I would hope are doing it, but just your reason, right? Like it's really, truly so personal and you've seen that transformation for yourself and now you want to give that to other people. And that is just so cool. Um, also several times what you just said, especially the piece about your grandma praying for you, like literally body chills, full body chills. And you said that, Mm -hmm. like, that's crazy. That is amazing. See me the next day. (laughs) Like, Oh my goodness. But I like, my grandmother is super spiritual. So it was just, it didn't surprise me but it was also like every time I hear that my grandmother's been praying for someone and like like we've had cases in my family where like people have almost died and then my grandmother's got like a calling and she's prayed for them and they've survived things that they really should not have survived and I'm like grandma's on another level (laughs) I can't oh my gosh that is so that that is that is amazing and also just really want to recognize like you know I, I think it's I think it's so powerful when somebody, you know, of course, like yourself experiences what you experience and are so powerfully, can so powerfully speak on it. Like you said at the beginning, I don't want to cry. And I'm sure maybe if you got into a, like, if you had, you know, gave more detail, there's the chance that you would have cried, but you did this like, so obviously the people listening cannot see you right now, but you guys live, like you can hear in her voice, but also just like the way you just spoke it, like you shared that so honestly powerfully and, um, Thank you. You're welcome. Not to just make this like a Francis love fest right now, but I just wanted to recognize that because that that was just like such a great, you shared that so well. Um, Okay. So continuing on with this conversation, you know, I think that my biggest question right off the bat is if somebody, you know, has experienced something like that and the thought of even, you know, working out like obviously it does so much and it and it was the thing for you um but if somebody's listening to this and they're like well that just seems so hard right now like the idea of even mm-hmm. going to a gym that seems so hard right now like how were you able to what was the thing that got you to be like you know what working out might not sound so sexy right now or something that I really want to do but yeah. I'm going to go try it anyway like what was that thing that got you to still go do that uh, for me, it was the point, it was like, it was a make or break moment. I was either going to be dead or I was going to change my life for me. But I understand for a lot of people, hopefully for a lot of people, they don't get to that point where it's like, it's do or die, literally. Um, I would say, start small, like start with like going for a walk outside and like, um, get fresher, like serotonin, honestly, it, it's a game changer. It'll, it'll mess you up in the best way possible. Because for me, I was, I was, in my little, it was in my room and it was like, it was like a dungeon. I was in darkness for so long. So just getting yourself out there, um, even like journaling and things like that, like getting your thoughts onto paper, if you have to burn those papers or like just to feel good or even just to like keep it personal so that you're not 
you know, so nobody else knows. If you aren't someone who is out about your story, that's totally okay. Um, I also don't want to pressure anyone to like tell anyone about their story because I know I would not have done that. Um, and it took me a long time to be able to do that. And it takes a lot. Um, if you have come out, congratulations for being that strong individual to do so. But um, yeah, really like getting even like starting with a stretch or like something like just be gentle with yourself because I know going to a gym it's daunting like even like just for like the the regular person if you will like the like anyone who hasn't been through a trauma going through the gym is scary it really is um when you have all these like like juice heads and whatnot and these guys who are like all up in your window like your mirrors and whatnot nobody wants to go to the gym girls are afraid of it and I, I understand that so if you can start at home um, or just in your own neighborhood, then I think that's a really good place for you to build up that confidence for you to be like, yep, I kind of know what I'm doing. I can like walk in and, and feel confident in myself in that moment. Yeah, that's, that's definitely helpful. And I, and I think that that also helps just like anyone in general. That's like, yeah, I know that fitness will help me, um, in some way, but just trying to get myself to do it. Even me, to be honest, like I'm so up and down. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go like work out. And then, you know, two weeks pass and I'm like, oh, still sitting on my bed. Um, and then when I finally get myself to do it, I feel so much better. But honestly, listening to you explaining like what it did for you, I'm like, oh my God, I want to go lift some weights now. Like, honestly. <laughs> it is such a confidence boost. Yeah. And it, it takes a while. I understand that. The like fitness honestly starts from your mindset. It really does. You have to convince yourself to work out. And that in itself is such a huge piece because when you do, you know, it's good for you. You know, you feel great afterwards, but like, for some reason we just don't, we're like, no, it's, it's just too much work to get into it. And I completely understand that. I go through that now and I'm, I'm certified and I help other people do it. And I understand that like, it's hard. Sometimes you just don't feel like it, especially like if it's the time of the month, absolutely not. Nobody feels like working out. I get it. But you just have to get to a point where you're like, I'm just going to work out for five minutes. If you tell yourself you're going to work out for five minutes, if you at that five minute point, don't feel like working out anymore. You did your five minutes. You're good for the day. Don't worry about it. It's your yeah. like better than nothing workout. That's fine. If you get to that five point, five minutes and you're like, Hey, I'm going to do 10 minutes. So you go and you do another five minutes. That's amazing. If you feel like you don't like want to work out after that, that's okay. You just have to get to a point where you like build it up in increments so you don't feel super overwhelmed. Because if you tell yourself, I'm going to work out for an hour every day for 30 days straight. No. And that's how we all start for some reason. I don't know why we have this like all or nothing type mentality, but it's like, I'm going to go from zero physical activity to all of it. Just all <laughs> we all do that. So it's just, if you start small and understand, like be gentle, just be caring towards yourself. If you don't feel like working out, do five minutes. That's it. That's my like big tip, honestly. <laughs> Cause That's at the end of the five minutes, you usually start working. You're like, ah, I've already done it. You're already in it. It's fine. You, you do like a half an hour or whatnot. That's so true. Okay. That's so good. And, and even if you don't, like, I know, you know, I've seen there's this movie I'm spacing on what it's called it's some like Amazon movie I think it's called like Brittany runs a marathon or something and she like wants to run a marathon and it's kind of a similar like she was in a situation where she was like almost at a place of like I'm kind of over this life and then she decided to get into running and it was like she ran a little bit and then she ran a little bit more and then she ran a marathon. And by the end of the movie, I'm like, I want to run a marathon. <laughs> you 
you know what I mean? That's actually how I got into running too. Like I started, because I, I was a track person. Mm-hmm. I can't do long distance to save my, well, I couldn't at the time. I couldn't do long distance to save my life. It was not for me. Cross country. I was like, I, I'm over it. But I really wanted to run a 5k because I wanted to do the color run. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to start with like half a kilometer and like see where we get, see how long it takes me. And then I would just do like, I did half a kilometer for like three weeks. Cause I was like, I'm not doing any more than this. I don't feel like I can do more than this. And then I started doing more and I was like, wow, I'm, you're far more capable than you think you are. Mm-hmm. so it's really just about like you start small and then you push yourself a little bit and you feel really good I actually have to watch that movie I'm, I'm very interested <laughs> yeah it was I mean it was it was good enough it was it was good enough I'll say that much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was it was a yeah it was a good movie um okay anyway I can talk about ridiculous nonsense for all day if you wanted me to but let's not so okay <laughs> so I want to circle back one more time really quickly to the, this um to your journey and how you got into entrepreneurship and just kind of, I want to hear more about like, obviously you touched on the end point of this is what I do now. I help other women and this is, this is it. But I want to, I want to hear more about that. Like what is, what's, what's so fulfilling for you about what you do? What is, what is like your, I guess, what's so fulfilling for you and like, what's your favorite part about the coaching that you're doing now? Um, So for me, it's the clients for sure. It's always the clients. The fact that I, like, from this, the, the call, the strategy call that we go through in the beginning, my, the calls that I get with my clients are super emotional because of the, the story that we go through. And it's, it's almost a little bit like social work in a sense, because, like, I have to go through my own journey as well to get a lot of people to open up and then figuring out their own journey and like what's happening in their lives and that's probably why I'm so comfortable with speaking about it now because I've literally gone over it tens of times (laughs) like it's just I'm constantly telling my story but having them go from talking about this low point in their life and the way that they're feeling to 90 days later the trans like just the confidence in them and the way that they feel about their bodies and the way that they feel like just emotionally they're able to handle things better they're not as um like stuck in a sense oh I apologize my phone is ringing um so they're not stuck in a sense of like they're like mental state they're just they they think that they're capable capable of things now and they they understand that they are like they're meant to live a life that is far more fulfilling than the life that they're currently living and that's that's honestly what I, I always talk about like going from your pain to your strength and going after the life that you deserve because the life that they're living currently isn't, it's not it. That's not what they want to do. I know that they're like, they're meant for so much more. And I can see that from the jump, but then to like have them go through and have that realization for themselves is just so it's honestly so fulfilling. It's the best part of my job because by the end of the 90 days, I'm like, you are a new freaking person. And I love it. It's just like, I've never, I've never gotten this much, like, just, like, I get chills. Literally talking about it, I have chills on my body because it's just so, it's, it's so empowering to see these women just, like, they know, they, they run their shit, they own it, they, they're just, they're new people, and it's crazy. So, for me, yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, the, the process of seeing them. It's not even, like, the, not so much the end result, but, like, that, like, those, like, trickles of, like, 
light in their life where they're like, you know what? I owned it today. And I'm like, I'm showing up for myself and I'm doing more for myself. Cause I think that we always like, what's the word that I'm looking for? We, we idolize and we put so much emphasis on the end, like you going from like A to B, but like, what about that time in between that people don't see, like you consistently showing up for yourself. I'm like, I'm rooting for that all day long. That is my favorite part of everyone's journey because that's where all the hard work is. Like, yeah, you got to this end point, but like you going after it day after day and constantly and consistently showing up for yourself, even if you don't want to, even when you're having bad days, that to me is just like, like you already won. Like, even if you never got to that end point, you are already so much different than you when you started you were already so much more of like this like light great amazing being so for me that's just that's the best part just watching that journey i love that that's amazing and i and that that goes really well with what you had written um of when i had asked before we got on the call like what what would you like to talk about today and you said how you used fitness as a tool to encourage monumental growth in your clients. And then we're touching on how like health and fitness is important when going after any goal. So I feel like that kind of what you just kind of spoke about is a good segue into that conversation. And I'd love to kind of like hear from you more about, you know, how to bet, like, I guess how to utilize health and fitness to help reach whatever the goal is that somebody might have. Mm -hmm. So I think, personally and like within my own clients um like I've seen people get like promotions and things just because you are gaining that confidence when you work out so I would say like it sets up a routine for you which is great you we all need routines as much as we think we don't <laughs> um I feel like a lot of us are like like go by the the fly by the seat of our pants type thing but we need routine our bodies function so much better off of routine so if you start your day with a workout, which is something that I recommend to the majority of my clients. If you can start your day with a workout, gets it out of the, your way. By the end of the day, you've forgotten you've worked out, you've worked out already, which is the best because <laughs> nobody wants to think about pain. I'm sorry. Um, it's a great tool, but <laughs> some days you just don't want to. It also, that's a big thing. If you don't feel like working out, like by the end of the day, when you finished your workout, when you finished your work and you're like, oh my God, I have to go do this work. You're already done. You don't have to think about it anymore it sets you up for, you wake up at a certain time, you get it done. It's an appointment with yourself that you hold yourself accountable to, as well as like me being the most annoying coach ever. I talk to my clients every single day um, <laughs> to make sure have you done your workout, but you get that done. You get this confidence throughout the rest of your day that you can do more. And it's kind of like that, that saying where it's like, make your bed because then you're more likely to do things throughout the day. Working out is the same sort of idea, but it's just, it's like making your bed on steroids. <laughs> Cause you just get this feeling of like, like I freaking did that. And like, I can do anything. You feel this like confidence. You just feel really good. You get a lot of energy throughout your day. So you're capable of doing a lot more. Um, and although within like, I'd say a lot of people drop off within the first week of like their own journeys without a coach or anything like that, because it's, it's hard. Working out is not the easiest thing to do. You feel very tired in the beginning and you just don't see that light at the end of the tunnel where it's like, everyone talks about all this energy that I'm going to have, but like, I feel like death. Um, <laughs> so it's honestly like once you get past that point of like waking up early and, and getting your workout in for the first week, you honestly see this shift 
in yourself where you feel really good. You start eating better by default. If you've ever, I don't know if you've ever experienced this where you start working out and like all of a sudden you're like grabbing carrots instead of chips for some reason, just because you're like, well, I worked out today. So I might as well eat a little healthier because I just did all of that work. I'm not doing that for nothing. I'm not going to go eat cookies just because I feel like it. Like I'm a, I can, I can do better. You just, your resistance goes up towards the things that you were craving. And then you end up, you stop craving a lot of things that you were craving because you do start eating healthier and it just trickles into the other aspects of your life. I found that with myself and with my clients, even like things like your patience, it goes up. You just feel a little bit more calm. You're not as snippy and like, like rude essentially with people in your life. If like you've been tired or whatnot, because you are on a specific routine and you have this like time for yourself that no one can interrupt. It's all for you. Nobody's like, this is, this is your time. Cause throughout the day, we have so many things that come up that have nothing to do with us and we become reactive instead of being proactive. So when you are working out and doing, um, having this moment for yourself, you're being proactive towards your own goals and your own body and your mindset and working on yourself. So throughout your day, you tend to do a little bit more for yourself. And that's just what I found in my experience and with my clients, they tend to make a lot more time for themselves, which is great. You tend to have more boundaries. So even with myself, I find it difficult to have, like with running a business, you end up working a lot more hours, I'm sure you do as well, um, but you end up working far more than you would like to. Like my, my day starts at seven and I end at four, but I normally end at like six because I'm, I end up working more. But before it used to be like seven to 10 o'clock because I was not, I was, I didn't have any boundaries in my life. And I just, I wasn't putting in the, like the, the routines and the protocols and the things that I had set up in my fitness life. I hadn't transferred them over to my business life and now I'm getting better and better. So slowly your life seems to get a little bit more balance, which is great. And you also tend to influence the other people in your life. So I know for myself, like I, my mom now works out, which is like, that's incredible to me because my mom is not a workout type person. So I I have, I have clients who like their boyfriends start working out with them and like their kids start working out with them because they see the changes that they're making and they're a positive influence. So it affects different aspects of your life. And like what I was saying about the like promotion, I've had people who, who've gone promotion simply because they're they've gained the confidence with the mindset training that we do um, as well, because mindset for me is a huge aspect. um, And it's something that I teach on weekly with my clients, but you like, they've, they've gained this confidence where they can like speak up for themselves and advocate for themselves because that's huge um, in the workplace um, where they can like, they just know that they've been doing, they've been putting in the work, they've been, exerting all this energy for these people and they can go after the things that they want and I also have people who've like up and quit their job and like gone to do their own thing like done their own business their own like entrepreneurship and like it's just it it really is crazy to think that fitness is like that's what they started with and that like trickles into your life but it's such a discipline it really is just teaching yourself discipline that is the biggest thing that I could say about fitness, even if like, if you lose no weight, even if you're like, you're not interested in any 
you're not interested in any physical um, changes in your body, the mental, emotional, and like just inner, you feel better. So you, you end up treating other people better. Cause when you look good, you just feel good. And you like, you, you talk to people a different way. Like when you got confidence, it's just a different, a whole other like level of conversation because you just, you hold yourself better and you're, you, you attract a different type of energy. Um, and I really think that like when you include fitness, whether you work with a coach or not, if you can include fitness in your life, you will see astronomical changes. It's, it's crazy to think about, but it, it really does. It will change your life for mm-hmm. sure. I love it. I love it. So essentially fitness is the catalyst for basically everything in our lives. And if you don't want to work with a coach, just listen to this podcast whenever you need inspiration, because I feel like after this, I'm, I like want to go work out and (laughs) I'm like, Francis, you've inspired me. (laughs) It's true though. Like if you have, if you don't have your health, you literally have nothing. Mm -hmm. So if you can start at the core, start with yourself, be selfish. I hate when people are like, oh, you're just like doing things for yourself is selfish. No, no, no. Be selfish. Be selfish. Because you cannot show up for anybody else. What is the RuPaul friggin'? If you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. <laughs> you need to show up for yourself first so that you can improve the relationships. Be there for your kids and show up for your family the way that you want to show up for them. Because right now you're not showing up for them at 100% because you're not showing up for yourself at 100%. You do, yeah. it, it just is what it is. You have to show up for yourself first before you can show up for anyone else. Because if you're showing for, up for yourself tired and like grumpy, you really think you're doing, doing well for anybody else? Like your relationships will improve, your, your, just life overall, honestly. It's such a good point. <laughs> She's like, I'm done. That's it. That's the thing. <laughs> I get too heated. I'm like, no, you need to like focus on you. You're important. (laughs) No, I love it. And it's so true. No matter what we do in our lives, like we we're at the root of it all. So if we're not happy with ourselves, um, for whatever reason, whether it's like, just, it doesn't have to be like, I think that a lot of people correlate fitness to like, like you kind of said, like losing weight, like, and you made the point of like, it doesn't have to be about that. You can love your body and still like want to work out. And Yeah. yeah, I think that people tend to correlate it. Um, the, the people that aren't working out yet that know that that maybe should because they would make them feel better, but they haven't yet, they correlate to like, well, I don't really need to lose weight. So like, I'm good or whatever it yeah. is. And it's like, that's fine. You I'm, don't have to. Yeah, for sure. I, it was the hardest thing for me when I first started like promoting myself as a personal trainer, because I don't give a shit about weight loss. Like if that's something that you care about, if an individual client is like, Hey, I want to lose this much weight we go through the whys and like what it is, like what is the core reason that you want to go through that? Usually it's just an aesthetic thing. Usually it's just a comparison thing. And if they aren't like, for the most part, I don't usually have clients who are like, oh, I need to lose 10 pounds because it's like, I should be a healthier weight. No, 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 it's never that. It's always like, oh, I want to look like this person or like, I think I would look a little bit better. And it's like, why is 10 pounds the arbitrary number that you put towards like, I'm going to look better. You're not going to feel better. That's more important. You need to have a strong why as to like what it is that you're working out. And it should be for yourself and your inner being. It shouldn't be that you want to look a certain way because like I, I, like I said, I found it so difficult for me to market because I don't care and I don't want to 
promote that in a sense because that's not what is important you need to focus on you and like I have a post going out today about it because I was like it's not about like being like someone else or being better than someone else it's being better than the version of yourself like being a better version of yourself being better than you were yesterday being like just a more disciplined a more committed person it's not about some number on a scale because like yes we do use that as like a a number sometimes if you if like I have clients who don't like using scales and I'm like great perfect amazing I love that we don't care about the scale because I was like just take pictures because to me and if anyone's listening to this and you're like I hate the scale take pictures you don't have to show anyone keep it in a locked vault honestly but take progress pictures weekly because you will see the changes in your body I have clients who don't lose weight but they look like a completely different friggin person at the end of 90 days because we don't focus on weight loss because that's not what's, what's important. Because the thing is, when you weigh less, you have to eat less. And nobody wants that. <laughs> you want to eat what you want to eat. You want to, like, I eat 2,200 calories every day. It's a lot of food for someone who is, I'm 140 pounds. I eat 2,200 calories every day because I made it to a point, like, I was, I was like, I need to get my calories up because if I want cookies, I'm going to eat the damn cookies. I want to live my life and enjoy my life. I don't want to have to be on some keto diet or low carb, like what, I don't need to be on some restrictive thing because it just doesn't make you feel good. And it's not a lifestyle at that point. If you're following some diet that doesn't make sense for your life, I'm also Caribbean. So we eat a lot of like, heavier foods that's just i'm caribbean italian we it's carbs and carbs like it's not <laughs> that's it that's all we eat and i love it yes i do eat healthy most of the time but like if i want some curry goat and roti like i'm gonna eat it because yeah. i love that and i grew up on it and no one's gonna tell me anything else you know what i mean like you want to be able to like you want to have that flexibility in your life Absolutely. It's not about just like live this restrictive diet for 90 days. And then like the 90 days are up and you're like, great, I look like a new person. And then you eat some carbs and you're back to the normal weight. Then what's, yes. what is it all for? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. You're so right. And you, uh, you are right to get heated because diet culture <laughs> is well, just like, it's just a mess. Like I, I would love to live in a world and I feel like you are helping build this world, this, a world where like diet culture doesn't exist because it doesn't matter. It's just about being healthy and not putting a weight onto that health, just like being healthy period. So I love that you said that. Um, I just do. Um, okay. So I feel like we've talked about a lot of good things today and um, I love ending each episode by hearing what, if there's somebody out there that's listening, I feel like at the beginning we talked about if somebody's listening and they're, they're struggling to like get started with working out, we talked about that. So now let's ask if they're struggling, if they're, if they're listening and they're inspired by your story and how you, you know, decided, you know what, I have this passion for helping people. I'm going to turn this into a business and they want to do something like that too, but they're scared to like take that step and make it happen. What would you want to say to them? I would say if you've, if you haven't already started, like if you're in like the fitness type realm and you haven't started with yourself, start with you first and foremost. Um, because then you will see, first of all, if you actually care to do it, like realistically care to do this because it's it's a lot of work i'm gonna i'm gonna be real frank people like to talk about laptop laptop lifestyles and things like that and i'm like it's not it's not that like 
maybe you'll go to Bali, but you'll be working the whole time and not really see Bali. So like, what's the point? Understand that it's a lot of work, but it is so fulfilling. And if you are really wanting to do this, then do it and put all of your energy into it when you're doing it. Don't just like go at it half-assed. Go and like be gung-ho about it. Start on social media. Um, TikTok is huge right now. TikTok's a really easy way to blow up um on that platform is just it, the algorithm's really great right now instagram is a little bit harder but i would say instagram is an easier way to get um the attention of people and hold the attention of people like tiktok's great for grabbing attention really quickly but i find that like instagram you hold more authority so i would say stick with instagram maybe if you do want to start with yourself maybe start a blog and like document your journey every day and like you can have other like what are they articles um you can have articles written about you it's so easy to get written about online nowadays so you can have other platforms write about you um in your own journey and just be genuine like don't go after this if this is about money please don't do this it's just not it's not about that do this if this should be something that like if you had to do this for free for the rest of your life, you'd be like, yep, I could do that. This could be pro bono and I'd be absolutely the happiest person ever because you are making a difference in someone else's life and you are helping someone or your former self, essentially, because that's usually who we end up helping anyway. We're usually like, we're like three to five years ahead of who it is that we want to help. So do this out of the compassion of your heart. Don't do it for money. That is a huge one because I feel like there's so many coaches in this space who it's like, you think that they're doing this for a good, like they're doing this for the good, the greater good. And it's like, no, they're just, they're just trying to make a dollar. And I, I don't want any more coaches like that. Please do it. please. Like we don't need any more. We really don't. It's not necessary. So do it out of the goodness of your heart. Start like start today. Honestly, just, just start. I know it sounds really, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't need the perfect branding and all the colors and whatnot. Just start because people and be yourself yourself because that is something that I didn't do in the beginning I was very like vanilla if you will and if you can tell from this podcast I get real heated real quick like the the Caribbean in me comes out <laughs> very quickly <laughs> so I would say be yourself because people are gonna freaking love you for it you're gonna find your community of people who are absolutely obsessed with you and that's all you need you don't need a huge following you just need to be passionate about what you do because people will see that passion and then they will hire you. So yeah, that that's my like, those are my takeaways. Those are my big tips for people. I love it. I love it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Francis. I loved having you. Thank you for having me. It was great. I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's podcast as much as I enjoyed recording it with Francis. If you want to connect with Francis, you can uh, find her Instagram handle linked in the show notes, um, along with my links for all my stuff as usual. As a reminder, if you leave a review of the podcast, which would mean the absolute world to me, because the more reviews we have, the more ears we could get into, the more people that will be able to find the podcast. Um, if you leave a review, you'll be entered to win a 30-minute free strategy session with me. Um, I will be announcing a winner at the end of every single month. So you have about two weeks left to get in for this month. So you better go and do that. And if you don't want to wait to find out if you won, 
there will be a link in the show notes to book a 60-minute strategy session with me for only $97. So talk about a steal. Um, so if that is something that you are interested in, the link will be in the show notes. It's such a freaking game-changer opportunity to work together and get my eyes on your business and give you feedback. So go grab that while the opportunity is still available. I'm probably going to be taking that link down, I would say, next week. So grab it while it's still hot and have a great rest of your week. I will see you next week on the If She Did It podcast.